Wake up! Wake up! Wake up, Daddy! Wake up, Mr. Wayne! This is Iris from Seattle. This is Ray from Chicago. And welcome to the Fatherhood Arise podcast. Where we talk about fatherhood stuff, Catholic dad stuff. We celebrate good dads here. Hey, dads, this is for you. Yo, Gabba, Gabba. <laughs> What's up, everybody? What's up, listeners? What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Fatherhood Arise podcast. This is where Ray and I talk about the intersection of faith and fatherhood, you know, Catholic dad stuff. Ray, what's up, man? Need nothing, man. It's, it's, uh, I feel like summer. And I can't believe you went down, uh, memory lane there when you said, Yo, Gabba, Gabba. It's been a while. It's been a hot minute, but we have a DVD, and it's in our van, <laughs> and so sometimes it makes its way into the DVD player. Oh, man, those are classics. Yeah, I enjoyed Joe Gabba Gabba. Yeah, that was pretty good. I wonder, I'm kind of out of it now. It's all Coco Melon. Coco Melon for the little, stuff. For the little kid, yeah. yeah. Um, but whatever. I don't, I'd don't. i be interested to know like what, what are the, thing? the good things out there. Mm. Bluey, I heard. Bluey is my favorite. I'm entertained by Bluey. I haven't watched that at all. Okay, but anyways, hey, if this is your (laughs) first time listening to us, uh, this is... this is where we talk about faith and fatherhood, you know, and it's uh, and we're su- super happy that you're here with us to Come talk on down, and dads. To share. Yeah, yes. so that's awesome. Sit Glad down. you found us. If you've been with us for a long time, hey, thanks. Everybody's welcome here. We're so glad uh, to be uh, thinking about and reflecting on our faith and our fatherhood. And you heard my man Ray out here. Yo. And Ray, you doing good? Yeah, man. I um I know we're still celebrating our how many how many episodes now a hundred and we we've reached hundreds hundreds and hundreds of hundreds. episodes right so we're uh, what is it now <laughs> at least, <laughs> at least 100. 100 but um why when we reached that 100 mark we wanted to make sure that we celebrate it right so for the past how many days and how many weeks now we've been giving you all a treat I say it's a treat I think so. I think, I think so. so. It's good. It's good. People were wowed last week <laughs> when we were talking about top 10 pieces of furniture. Wow. Really? Yeah, they were wowed. <laughs> I think anything that you can sleep on is a <laughs> is a good piece of furniture. <laughs> yes. Well, I guess mm, I think all of the furniture that you mentioned, I could probably fall asleep on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had a great sleep on a table once. Oh, wow. Really? Like on top of a table, not under it. On top. Over it. Okay. That's right. But anyways, you've got a top 10 list today, I do. Ray. Is that right? I want to dive in. Hey, don't judge me. If you have any problems, uh, take it up with Iris. Um, this is my turn right now to talk about a top 10 list. And here it is. It's the top 10 stereotypical dad stuff. You know that stereotypical top ten stereotypical yeah. dad stuff. So, but but here here's the thing. Here's the thing though, uh, as as uh, what we've been doing from top number ten all the way to top number one, right? The more the closer we get to number one, it's um it's more of a reality check for me. So I'm, it, it'll make sense when when I go through it. But again, it's the uh, top ten stereotypical dad stuff. All right. Yeah, I mean, I'm 
I'm super excited yeah, about this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, you know, stereotypical You've, dad stuff. You've had my curiosity <laughs> and now you have my interest. Stereotypical dad stuff that I'm trying to break through. How about that? I'm trying to break mm. through. And as we get closer to number one, it's harder to break through from, from that stereotypical dad stuff. Here we go, number 10. Number 10. Un, uh, this is a stereotypical dad stuff. Unemotional dad. Like, you know, a, a dad that doesn't really cry is very, like, that tough, rugged kind of a dad. Unemotional dad. Yeah. Like me. Uh, see, see, here's the thing. Top 10. I'm working on this to break through that. I cry all the time in front of my kids. I see what you're doing now. I'm, I'm crying all the time. Yeah. I, I show them that I'm, I'm, you know, crying about it. Like, they don't do their chores. I'm going to show them some tears. <laughs> 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 all right. Number, number, number nine. That strict dad. Like stern, strict dad. I'm trying to break. Uh, yeah, okay, I'm guilty of that. I, I, I am a strict dad, but at the same time, they know that dad is fun. Yeah. Number eight, not knowing their way around the kitchen. You know, that stereotypical dad not knowing their way around the kitchen. I broke through that. I know my way around the kitchen. My, my, my kitchen is my kitchen. Uh, number seven. Messy, that messy dad that doesn't do anything around the house and that doesn't do any housework, just does the, you know the outside stuff. Break, broke through that, broke through that. Um, I'm, I, I don't want to embarrass my wife, although she won't uh, uh, have any chance of rebuttal. But I think I do majority of the housework. How about that? I heard, I heard that she's hella messy. Yeah, yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I'm not, I don't want to get too much in trouble. Although, yeah, I do. I do majority of the the housework stuff. Sure. Okay, okay. I believe. I'm that. gonna go. I I'm gonna go that. on. I'm gonna go on. Number six, corny dad jokes. I broke through that because all my jokes are funny and hilarious. So good. Yes. Number five, you know those dads that have their pants hiked up all the way to their belly buttons. I'm trying to break through that. You know. I, I, I don't do that, but I am guilty of it. Now we're getting closer to number four. What do you mean? So so you sag your pants? I, that, I sag, no, 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 no. I, you have low so rise here, pants? We're getting closer to number one. Here's the thing. I'm trying to break through that because, you know, stereotypical dad pants all the way up. I try to, like, not do that, but I like it. When I wear my pajamas at home. It's all the way up, man. That's I'm right. sorry. I just I'm okay. more comfortable that way. Am I revealing too much here? No, yeah, I don't care. Never. I, I'm <laughs> I'm honest. I'm honest. So that's number uh, number five. Here we go. Getting closer to to the heart here. Number four, collection of tools. Yes, I'm guilty of collecting tools that I barely use, but I do collect these tools. Uh, number three. I don't know if you're guilty of this, Iris, but uh, stereotypical dad. They say that uh, dad sneezes really loud. Sneeze loud. Yeah, I'm, I'm guilty of it, and I enjoy it, and I don't know if I want to break that. I'm going to sneeze really mm -hmm. loud, as loud as I could possibly be when I sneeze. Number two, take too long on the toilet or in the bathroom. I'm guilty as charged. I don't know if I want to change that. I think... I'm comfortable with the time that I spend in the bathroom. So yeah, I'm guilty of it. I do take too long in the to on the toilet. And uh, number one, the dad bod. 
Uh, yeah, I'm trying to break through that, but it's a hard one. I do have the dad bod going. I definitely have to get better. Dad bod, yeah. number one. There it is. Oh, man. That's my top That's a good 10 list. list. Stereotypical dad stuff. That I'm trying Stereotypical. to break through, but I'm still working on some of that stuff, especially you're, top five. You're searching for a breakthrough. You know, that's like a, a Christian buzzword these days, mm. a breakthrough. Mm. Do you do that in your, is that buzzing around in your ministry, in your I, ministerial life? I've been hearing so. yeah, yeah, I've been hearing that breakthrough. Yeah, 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 yeah. we're going through, we're, we're looking for our breakthrough. But anyways, yeah, stereotypical dad stuff. Um, you started out with like unemotional dad and then went all the way down to dad bond. Mm. Yeah, that's good. I I would say um, s- missing from the list, from the snores. List. Oh, yes. Snores, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, and then maybe the, uh, the opens the jar. Ah, yeah. Jar opener. Jar opener. Right? Yeah. The, the, the typical dad jobs. Yeah. You know, in, in the old days or in my dad's day, mm. it would be don't ask for directions. Yes, very prideful. I'll I'll handle this. Yeah, I can find a solution myself. Right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. I missed that's that right. one. Yeah, but now one. but now I need the GPS. Yeah, yeah. And then maybe maybe something else I'd add is scared of my wife. <laughs> <laughs> don't get in trouble. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Don't, yes. Does not want to get in trouble. <laughs> By wife, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, anyways, yeah. yeah. yeah it, the, I'm, I bet, I bet, twenty years ago, this list is completely different. That, yeah, for for those dads. But anyways, yeah, that's interesting. I'm, I'm down with uh, any of these. I would say corny jokes, mm. dude. That's that's got to be higher up. That is mm, like yeah. corny jokes is like a is. I think that's an important part. Of my experience of fatherhood, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, the the, the dads they, we we get a bad rap with the whole corniness. I don't think we're corny. I think we're funny. Yeah, that's true. I think that anything that I say, any joke I make, <laughs> is hilarious, and everybody enjoys it. Oh man! Which you see, which you've heard after every every episode once we started yes. doing the dad jokes. So some good stuff in there. Yeah. If, if you're if you're missing out, man. Go and listen all the way through. We got some good dad jokes at the end there, so yeah. make sure you tune in. Yeah, I, I would say like unemotional dad. That's an interesting one because I don't know. I don't know how to deal with that. Um, mm. I am. I also struggle. Like, um, I have not cried in front of my kids, and they comment oh, all the time. But I'm not necessarily a crier. Um, mm. Yeah, so, yeah. You, you you can't make it up. You know, you can't if it's. If it's uh, not natural to you, it's just gonna look. It's just gonna look dumb. Yeah, I mean, I, I want to be. I want to show my uh, emotions. I want to be able to to do that. But um, there's a part of me that even if I felt like crying, I would. And my kids are around. I'm. I wouldn't do it. Mm. I mean, they'd really got to catch me like in a real like <laughs> emotional <laughs> moment. <laughs> So that's that's every day for me, man. It's like, holy cow, it's a Tuesday, yeah, and I I just start crying. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I it's weird. I guess listeners weigh in. What do you think about that? What do you think about um, being an unemotional dad? I mean, I'm in touch with my emotions, and I and I talk about my emotions, but also I don't show them. I don't show like the teary side. 
And then maybe mm. that's going to affect my kids who watch me. And then they say like, oh, I won't also cry. But it's actually good to cry. Here's here's a prime example. It just happened recently. Uh, we just celebrated my, uh, would be my dad's 65th anniversary or his birthday. Um, and yeah, so I was listening to some songs that my dad would enjoy. My dad passed away three years ago and yeah, I missed the guy. So I, I put on some tunes that he would listen to and I kind of got emotional, but like in a happy, like, I remember, I remember this, uh, he would play this, blah, blah, blah. blah. And then my eldest, uh, Gabriel, he saw me kind of like in the corner, like kind of just soaking in the moment. And he came up to me and he just rubbed my back and then he just goes, cause he saw, he saw a tear or two. And then, you know, he, he kind of rubs my back and says, I love you, dad. And and it's just 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 that simple moment of just sharing that with my son. I'm like, thanks, son. Like I'm not embarrassed. I'm not embarrassed to kind of shed some tears. That yeah, that's awesome. That's that's great. I want I want to be that way, if I can. And uh, but then again, you know, breakthrough. I I cry all the time. Like every what? Yeah, every Tuesday I'm crying. Hmm. Every time they don't mm-hmm. do their chores. Well, speaking of which, yeah, my, my kid, heart. my my baby cries all the time. <laughs> you can probably hear. Him. So, so there's that as well. Hey, I, I love this list, Ray. It's, uh, it's impeccable. It's, uh, it's well thought out and, uh, I have a uh, very little response to it cause I think that's good. So, um, if you guys have a stereotypical dad stuff, top 10 list, you should weigh in too. What do you think about Ray's list? Are you into his hiked up pants? Do you, do you, yeah. are you a messy dad trying to break through into being clean? Um, and do you sneeze loud? All of that. I'm, I'm totally with you. <laughs> uh, dad bod toilet on the toilet too long sneezing loud. Oh my gosh. It's like you were, it's like you were spying into my home. So thank you. Uh, as we transition then to uh, our usual, uh, this is our usual, the way we start our, our, uh, conversation, the way we started this podcast is to talk about there's some real life dad stuff. Iris likes to call it dad venting and not, not necessarily always a venting uh, moment for us, but really just to describe the real life of dad. Iris, do you have any, uh, any venting, any uh, real life of dad stories you want to share? Oh man, life is, it just keeps going, dude. This is, uh, I don't know, but, um, I'll, I'll start with a couple positives. Um, my wife gave me a set of measurements of, um, it was like 23 and a half by, by 13 or something like that. I don't remember. She gave me like seven, oh. seven different measurements. And she says, I need these, <laughs> uh, I need pieces of wood cut into these measurements. And I said, done. And so I just went to the garage. I fished out our like just wood that we have. And I just started cutting wood. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it felt awesome. I had my circle saw and I was, um, I clamped things down and then I was just cutting wood and we were, I was making shelves. Yeah. To, to spec, like to whatever she specified. And, uh, it felt awesome to be able to do that. And I felt really good about it. So I was like, Hey, I'm, I'm a fan of this. Um, and so that was like a dad win in that a lot is of ways. A dad win. I like and that. And then yeah. I watched, uh, 
I watched the first couple episodes of Obi Wan, the uh, oh, the Star Wars. That's Obi-Wan. on my to do list. list yet? That's on my to do list. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we we could have a further conversation about this, Ray, but um, I'm not really a fan. Oh, okay. Yeah, and Obi Wan, he's kind of a desert hermit, and uh, in this stage of his life. Okay, I'm a fan of Obi Wan, so I wanna I wanna know more about this guy. Yeah, so. Yeah, so he's like a desert hermit, and uh, he's kind of pulled out of hiding, and he has to uh, like help out a annoying kid. Okay, <laughs> I was like, it sounds familiar. I was like, dude, I felt, I felt, um, I felt bad for Obi Wan. Oh man, I, I was like, he's getting pulled out of this uh, pristine hermit life where <laughs> pristine. he's just all alone in the desert. That sounds very nice. And now he has to chase this kid around who doesn't listen to him, and and uh, yeah, and I just felt bad. I was like, I was like, I don't like that experience. That experience <laughs> for Obi Wan right now is just not ideal. It's a bad idea, Obi. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> I don't know what that says about me, but um, that's my dad bet. Like, yeah, I was you just kind that of hermit life. I was, I was, I think I was relating to the hermit life, and I felt bad for a guy that was pulled out of something that was making him happy. He didn't actually seem very happy, but it seemed pretty good. <laughs> this is one of many other episodes, right? Like, this is just a part of it. Yeah, the, there's two episodes of a six episode okay, series. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. So it was pretty good. Nice. And uh, we could talk further about it at another time. But yeah, it was interesting. So it's like an interesting like, hey, I'm really busy and productive. And then I'm also taking time for myself to watch some yeah. watch some stuff that makes me happy. Hey, that's important for real life of dads. You know, you got to take some time to watch these movies. I, that's on my to-do list. For me, actually, this um, past Memorial Day weekend, uh, believe it or not, Iris, I made some new friends in our parish, and they invited us to a pool party recently, uh, Sunday before Memorial Day, and we had a blast. Uh, again, this is my first time hanging out with them. We uh, They invited us to uh, the whole family to uh, their house, and they got a pool, and they just, it's uh, the, the pool in their house is only like six months old. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's really fun and really nice to meet his crew, the usual. And I was a new guy, um, but I liked it. It was a good feel. Um, again, I know, I know. You wouldn't believe that, right? I, I made some new friends, Iris. Are you proud of me? That's incredible. Dude, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> You keep doing this. You're I'm like, trying. I'm trying. You're breaking out, man. You're, <laughs> breaking uh, through. Breaking through. Breaking. You got a breakthrough. Uh, you're making new friends. Making new Is friends. this an above ground pool or a, like a dug in pool? It's a dug in pool. It's a it's wow a real deal. Dug in pool. They live in a, a, a richie neighborhood. I was teasing him like, dude, only like only rich people live in this uh, neighborhood, and he was kind of just laughing and and I'm like, yeah, can I come over again? And again, <laughs> but um, yeah, he's a nice guy. So uh, shout out to my brother Ian. He's the he's actually the drummer of the um of our church uh, band in our Sunday mass. Okay. So, 
but yeah, man. Um, shout out to him and his family and all the 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 new crew that I'm trying to get to know uh they're cool peoples uh so yeah shout out to them but yeah breakthrough for me and it was it was nice um as we transition actually to uh the main topic of this episode it was nice to kind of kick back and just relax and just to sit there and i i was um i kind of pulled away yeah uh you probably figured this out i pulled away from the crowd and i just uh i just sat back and sipped my my wine we were serving wine during a during that afternoon and i just sit, sat back and just watched my kids just have fun in the pool and then watched the crowd kind of like just t- telling jokes sharing stories I I love doing that. I used to do that all the time when I was a teenager. Go to the mall. I don't know if you did, did this, but I would just do people watching, and I enjoyed it. And I was just I just sat back and just watched them. And the topic at hand is to enjoy the moment, to be in the moment. Because I don't know about you, Iris. I don't know if you agree with the statement. I'll just declare it and say it. The older we get, the faster time goes by. Is that is this a reality? Yeah, so living in the moment and time passing you by. That's 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 great. This is a great topic. It's a it's interesting to think about, Ray. I like I like how you framed it around, hey, you got new friends and you were just enjoying enjoying being there and, and people watching. Um I, yeah, I used to love yeah. people watching too. That that's always like a, a plus plus time in my life. I miss that, especially like they're at airports, like as missionaries, oh, yeah. right? We'd hang out at the airports and just wait for our flight or like, you know, just have those moments. The, the airport is an watch. interesting place because it is a liminal space. Have you ever heard that word liminal? Liminal is mm. this in between, right? And uh, mm-hmm. everybody's mm-hmm. in transition in, in that airport. They're going somewhere or coming from somewhere, right? And so there's this kind of Happy movement. and sad moment, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I remember I was with another... Um, a missionary one time and uh, she she was saying she's like have Iris have you ever watched a plane looked at a plane and wondered is anybody has anybody in that plane ever been in love wow <laughs> I was like I've never thought that ever <laughs> that's a good wow yeah, but uh, deep yeah. thoughts. That, and now deep thoughts that's right and so thanks thanks for that deep thought and um and I was like, no, no, I'm trying to live in the moment. <laughs> Who cares if they've been in love? Um, but yeah, you know, here's the thing, Ray. So I work in a high school. And uh, this week, we're going to be celebrating graduation. So I'm still working. And graduation is is coming. And for some folks, this the, this is their first child to graduate from high school, and it's a really big deal. And the kids themselves, it's an interesting time because um, that final year of high school, I don't know what it was like for you, but for the kids that, um, that I get to work with uh, and teach and minister to, they're in a real transitional space. Have you ever noticed that some kids at the end of high school, they get like real lovey-dovey 
And they're like, oh, I'm mm. going to miss this place and I'm going to miss every right, right, right. person. And I love everybody and I love everything. And I'm so sad. Right. And then they like cry and they're, they're there's right. like yeah. big displays of emotion. Emotional. Yeah. Whereas other time, other kids are like, I cannot wait to leave this place. <laughs> I am That's done. Bad. I've, I've been here for four years, but it feels like 12 and. Um, and I'll never step foot back in this place again. And I'm, I'm out of here. Right. And then some people like they begin to fight with their friends, uh, mm. because they know, or they, if they're with a person, they break up yeah, like in a yeah. romantic, because they know like, Hey, in a few short months, I'm going to be going off into my new transition. life, into yeah. this new transition. And so they're anticipating, all of these things they're either anticipating i'm going to miss this or they're gonna or they're anticipating um i'm i'm fight i'm gonna i'm gonna have to end this relationship so i'm gonna like distance myself now emotionally from this from this person or i'm gonna i'm gonna break my friend groups intentionally by becoming annoying or like just burning all these bridges, you know, and then some people are like, I'm just so tired of this. And, and so it's really like, that is, I would say that is not living in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. But, and then you see these parents and their parent and the parents are like, Oh my gosh, where did the time go? Yeah. It was just yesterday that they entered into high school and really like as a person who works in us in a high school, that's, always in transition this real liminal space you see mm. that yeah man it's it goes quick it doesn't seem like it but it goes really quick and uh you can't get that time back yeah it's, and, and and as a parent yeah as you mentioned it's it's time works differently for us um going back to your point with when when we were in high school I, I, I sometimes um, maybe maybe uh, wrongly I sometimes judge teenagers I'm like I kind of just roll my eyes like come on it's so dramatic there's so much more I mean you're gonna go to college you're gonna do this but you know when 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 you were at that in that moment you're kind of soaking it in and yeah and then and then now as a parent you're seeing it you're seeing I can't believe it and and sometimes I, you know, I'm I'm still a rookie at this whole parenthood stuff. My eldest is just twelve, and he's gonna be turning thirteen this year. But I'm trying to soak it in, man. I'm I'm at this phase of my life where, again, I have my eldest is is just about to turn to a teenager, and I still I still have a long ways to go because my youngest is just seven months old. So I'm kind of like in this in this between where I want to soak it all in because it does go by fast. And and a lot of these older parents kind of tell me like, oh, yeah, yeah, soak it all in. It's going to go by fast. And I, I, I have this jaded attitude where I joke around about it. But truth be told, I, I, I do mean it. When they joke around about it, I say to them, well, I just can't wait till they do their chores. Well, I just can't wait till like you know they grow up and you know help around a house kind of a thing, and they can they, of course they they laugh because I, I tell funny jokes right I I, <laughs> I but at the same time I Hilarious. mean it I I want I want it to go fast, but at the same time I want it to go like 
really slow and soak it in. That's that's the phase I'm in as a parent right now. Yeah, so I I think it's a challenge, and and you know we're not gonna solve it all in this episode, but I just want to have that conversation. Like, how do we do that? How do we hit that pause button? If I had a choice, or if I had a a way of um, choosing my superpowers, I don't know if we ever talked about this, Iris. If we ever, if you ever had a a, a way to choose your superpowers. Mine would be to control time. I think time control is the greatest superpower there I think is. so too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just to pause. I mean, that's, how powerful is that? Just to pause and think and and, and, and kind of, you know, see what's the best decision here. Oh, man, how, how I would love that power. But yeah, that's no, where man, I you am. Can't, you can't mess with time, dude. Have you can't learned nothing from, from Back to the Future? <laughs> or whatever, oh, Thanos man. snapping? Thanos snapping back. Dude, yeah, yeah, you can't, you can't turn back time. No, I'm trying to, I'm trying to find some, uh, like trying a, a to trick. find a way. Trying to find a way, man, because I want to. How, how do you do that? How do you yeah. pause time? How do you slow down time? How do you stay within the moment, but at the same time, see the bigger picture? Yeah, that would be. That, am I making that's sense? A, that goes back to your top ten list, Ray, of stereotypical dad stuff, right? Like kidding. <laughs> Can you can you kind of just savor the moment with a drink in your hand and enjoy mm. whatever's mm-hmm. happening and also be present, fully present to the moment and also be anticipating the possible myriad of futures that are out there. Um, I think for just to kind of tie it tie it into maybe a spiritual practice yeah. is I think. I think it's really an exercise in trust, right? In trust in God, right? So um, I was just reading this today, actually, um, that I believe it's the verse from Matthew. Um, I can't pinpoint it off the top of my head right now, but uh, it says um, where Jesus says, do not worry about tomorrow. Um, mm, do not yeah. worry about what you eat or drink or what clothes you wear. Um do not worry about tomorrow sufficient for a day is its own worry or its own evil. Um, and so even Jesus says like, Hey, I understand that you're going to worry about in, in anticipation for lots of different things. Um, maybe Jesus, he anticipated, um, different things and was worried about them. Uh, but he, uh, like the, the probably best example is, you know, he's sweating blood in the in the Garden of Gethsemane because he's thinking, "I'm about to die. I'm about to, I'm about to walk. I know, I know mm-hmm. the outcome mm-hmm. of this. I and uh, I, I know what's going to happen." And so uh, he was worried, and so he had so much worry and anguish that he was sweating blood. And but he also says, hey, don't worry. Don't worry about these things because sufficient for a day is its own evil or its own trouble, right? Like, hey, don't add don't add to t- your worries of today with the worries of tomorrow. Deal with the things of right now, right now in the moment. Um, and I think that's a great spiritual practice um, to, 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 tr- to trust in God, that our life, our life is in God's hands, and when we lean in in our prayer and in our in our active trust that hey god got my back 
So I'm going to, I'm going to try and choose the most loving thing in this moment and uh, be present to that as a, as a reflection of light, then that's probably the best, the best possible outcome. So I understand the, I understand the, the, the desire to control time and, and to kind of see where things are going and, and how you can, how you can deal with that, but also just trying to like, just be fully present and live and like, see like, wow, how's this going to unfold? Yeah. I love that Iris. Thanks for remind that reminder because yeah, it's, it is that exercise of trust. If we had a remote control for time, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, you're, you're right. I don't know if I want to hold that. I, I would want to give that to somebody that that knows better than I do. And that is God. Uh, and and uh, again, that's, that's a great reminder that we need to exercise that whole trust, that whole hoping thing. And uh, um, kind of uh, reflecting also in our Pentecost Sunday, Heads up, if you're listening to this before this Sunday, make sure you wear red this coming Sunday. It's Pentecost. Pentecost. So, yeah, and I, I want to... Let the fire uh, fall. Let the fire fall. Holy Spirit, come. Romans 8. Uh, from uh, This is a second reading for this upcoming Sunday. Romans 8, verse 22 to 27. Uh, I'm going to go skip into that middle part here. In the same way, the Spirit too comes to the aid of our weaknesses, for we do not know how to pray as we ought. But the Spirit himself intercedes with inexpressible groanings, and the one who searches hearts knows what is the intention of the Spirit, because he intercedes for the holy ones according to God's will. Sometimes I'm at that part of my life where I don't even know how to or what to really pray for. Uh, but uh, this is just a great reminder that, uh, as you said, Iris, the whole trust, let's give that remote control to God and the Holy Spirit will will be in that moment. It invites us in that moment, but will be in that moment to guide us in, in, that, uh, in that part. I think for me, it's a great reminder when we talk about the being in a moment because I'm guilty of this where I turn into this Christian robot or this Christian dad where I'm just like, all right, well, I got a whole checklist to do for the day and I'm just going to go through that day to make sure that I get everything done that I need to get done. Uh, but I need to invite myself and remind myself to be in the moments when I say hello to my kids you know, when, when they first come down from downstairs and they say good morning to me, I, I want to make sure that I'm present and I say good morning and I give them that hug, that first morning hug. Because it is tempting to just be like, oh, it's just another morning. Oh, it's another Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday morning. But I think we're invited to kind of reflect in that moment of like, well, no, this is a different moment. What are you going to do with this moment? And I want to challenge myself right now to be in that moment and to just embrace that moment and just soak in that moment because we'll, we, we'll never get back that that when, when we always say, oh, that's just a usual, typical Tuesday morning. We'll never get that back. I want to make sure that I'm present there for my kids 
And I, I think it starts with that prayer life. Like every morning, I this is what I'm trying to do. I, every moment that I have this prayer in the, in the morning, I want to fall in love with God, and I want God to kind of, you know, uh, I, I want to have I want to have that butterfly feeling kind of a thing that I want to remind myself of God's love for me. Is it always like that? No, but I always invite myself to to be in that moment to just reflect on his love for me so that I can be present in the moment so so that I can be that for my kids because their first their first way of of experiencing prayer life is through the way they talk to me and when they come from downstairs and you know I, I hear their steps and here they come their first good morning to me is really their first experience of that morning prayer I invite them to yeah, pray the with me, but prayer. yeah, I just want to make sure that I embody that and I be a witness to that. So that's a big challenge for me. Yeah, the here's here's the thing. What do you do if you're in the middle of prayer? Let's say you wake up, you woke up early and you're having your your morning prayer, and then your kid comes in and like interrupts you to chat with you completely unexpected in your time what do you do do you stop your prayer to pay attention to the kid or do you do you say hold on i'm gonna i'm gonna wrap up my prayer and then i'm yeah. gonna be with you well what do you do at that moment right uh, honest truth it depends on my mood sometimes i'm like well I'm, I'm i feel like sometimes i'm called to like hold on let me just finish this uh my prayer time just to kind of witness that to them but also there's a moment where I'm like, you know, this this is God speaking as well. So I just kind of stop what I'm doing and, and be present there. So I'm still growing at that whole thing. Because, uh, yeah, majority of the time I'm like, shh, hold on, wait, let me just finish. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah. I guess I guess what I would counter to that is if you, if as a prayerful person, maybe you can also uh, imagine, imagine God. <laughs> God in heaven and God doing God things. And then you jump in and you're like, Hey God, I got a prayer. Uh, here's, here's my, here are my concerns. And God's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm in the middle of something. I'll be, I'm in the middle of something. Let me, let me wrap this up and I will be right with you. And, and so, so that's a, that's an interesting thing. Like, I don't, I don't think God is like, double-minded yeah. or too busy for us, right? So my wife and I had this conversation recently where uh, she was like, hey, one of the things that we ought to do is we shouldn't remote control parent. Mm. I was like, oh, what's that? It's like, yeah, when you're trying to parent from another room where you hear yeah. something and you're like, hey, what was that? Hey, could knock it off. <laughs> and but you never go in and then like engage and address it. And Whatever I, you guys are doing there, stop it. Yeah. Right, I know. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. I know that it's no good. You better knock it off. Don't make me come in there. That kind of thing. Right. Cause then you're, you're too busy to engage. And then the second piece is, you know, there's a digital device that has more power than what was on the first, uh, spaceship to, uh, to, uh, the moon in your yeah, pocket yeah, yeah. and then you're completely engrossed and engaged in that little screen but the little person who 
jumps up at you is like, hey, pay attention to me. And there's no <laughs> there's no response from you. I'm saying you because not me. Uh, <laughs> and so that that's also another challenge, right? Like, hey, to, to live in the present moment, like what you're saying, Ray, in terms of our parenting, uh, that would that requires us to be engaged personally, which means to limit ourselves from the distractions. And so if if everything is prayer, like or if everything could be prayer, could like you not finishing your prayer be more prayerful than finishing your prayer? You know what I'm saying? Could could and definitely like putting the phone away uh, so that I you can completely engage. I'm not going to use any I statements right now. I'm just going to only blame you. Uh, <laughs> but can 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 you completely engage? Can you disengage from your from your own personal desires? Can you die to yourself so that you might be able to um, be personally present? Because I believe I believe that that's what God does. Yeah, yeah. With us, and and, and to, to that point too, though, we practice that. We practice to be in the moment in our prayer life, and and I guess this is the challenge for us and our listeners. To build on that, to to practice that, to embody that in our time with God. And to your question, does that mean that we pause? Does that mean that, you know, we we engage in when our kids kind of quote unquote disturb us? I think that's part of our prayer life where, as as you mentioned, we we reflect on what God would do. And so, yeah, it it starts with that. It starts with building up and defending our prayer life and to just to just be in that moment and and, and to really witness and uh, um, have that authentic relationship with our Heavenly Father yeah I would argue the better we are at our prayer life yeah the better we would know what to do in that exactly. particular moment yeah yeah, yeah because perhaps that is God let me just also highlight this too and, and this is another topic for another time but um as fathers, this this is this is why it's important for us, and this is why we started this uh, this uh, podcast in the first place to celebrate good dads, but also recognize that we're still learning as we journey in this great, beautiful vocation that we said yes to. But uh, again, just to highlight the fatherhood aspect of it, we're a reflection of our heavenly Father. And so, again, our, our, our kids kind of see that and how we handle them and how we talk to them and how, you know, how in a, on a regular that we are present to them. Because we're embodying the way they talk to us is we pray, this I pray, that I'm being a good example of this, is, is, is how they interact and, and um, develop their own prayer life. It's, it's coming from the way they talk to us as fathers. Yeah, big. that's a big challenge. It, holiness is something that's attainable. St. Teresa of Avila said, you know, God is found in the pots and pans, right? Like it's that sense of the the wonder is in, in the mundane. It's, it's in our daily experience. So like even if, I guess, I guess what I'm saying is, yeah, there's a call, definite call to rise up. And then there's a sense of, Hey, if you're not, if you don't feel like you're doing it completely right, that also, you know, there's grace there. Like, uh, we're not finished products. God's working on us. And 
um, part of that is we just need to we need to like boost boost our own prayer life so that we can become better. I think um, I think the goals like the desires are there um, for us to grow, and um, but that could be our sincere prayer too, right? Like like I said earlier, the more that we pray the more that we know what to do in the moment. There's not like, hey, in every moment, this is what you do. Um, but rather, in every moment, the closer that we are to God, the more likely that God is able to to lead us when when we call upon him, when, when we are presented with a God moment in our life, like an, a child interrupting. And so I pray that, that that happens. I pray that I'm making the right decisions. Uh, <laughs> surrounding all of these things and i and i pray that you are too so with that um why don't we all pray together uh let's pray in the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit amen loving god we thank you for just this moment to be with you we thank you for uh hey god are you are you even listening i are you are you hey god can you put your phone down right now can you can you pay attention to me oh of course lord of course i know that you hear us and um you swing your attention our way. Your your eye, your gaze is always upon us. So help us to trust in you. Help us to know that you are with us, and help us each person uh, listening today to know your great love, and to uh, hear your voice and your guidance and your peace. So oh, we thank you, Lord, and um, help us to be in the moment because you are here in this present moment. Uh, speaking and living and loving through us and to us. So uh, may we always be blessed by your presence. This we ask and pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. St. Joseph. Pray, pray for, for us. us. You know, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. And happy Pentecost to all the Pentecost, Pentecost listeners. If you listen on a Sunday and this is your Sunday tradition, God bless you. It's Pentecost. Let the fire fall, baby. Mm. Holy Spirit, come. Yo, man, what you been up to? Oh, well, you can see anything that I'm up to on my Instagram at called to rise, or you can check out my website called to rise.org. Ray, there is a big celebration coming up. Yes, you heard about is. it? It's I, called, yeah, it's called Father's Day. Father's dude. Day, I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. Father's Day. Get them and, father uh, hoodies. And uh, you know what people need on Father's Day? They need a father hoodie. Mm. They need a rise hat. They need they need a dad hat. Man, there's lots oh. of th- stuff you need. And you can find that on my website, calledtorise.org. Check it out over there. How about you, Ray? Loving it, loving it. Yeah, they got some time right now. So this is the perfect week to do that. So go ahead and make those orders. Dude, continue to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and on uh, Twitter at Fatherhood Arise. Join in on our conversation. If we missed anything, especially on the top ten list, let let us know. Let us know. And if you have any questions, anything that you want us to cover, any uh, topics that you want us to talk about, do email us at fatherhoodrise at gmail.com. But again, stay engaged uh, and let us know what you uh, what you have in mind. So continue to follow us on our social media platforms at Fatherhood Arise. All right. Hey, dude, this was good. We're going to live in the moment. This live in the moment. Week. We're going to pay attention because time goes by fast. And just like that, this podcast is over. Peace out. 
listening to our dad jokes. Check it out. As always, after the after the outro music. Peace. Peace. A very expensive ladies' underwear. Oh. What? <laughs> a, a panty cost a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lee smokes. Oh my goodness, I went there. Whoa, you went there, dude. <laughs> a lacy, expensive uh, ladies' underwear. I don't know, never seen one. Uh, <laughs> panty That's why I hike up my pajamas all the way. Cause I'm <laughs> Panty costs a lot. Wow, I don't, I don't think I can top that kind of Pentecost oh, joke. <laughs> that was. Uh, here, here's another one. This is just coming up right now. Just coming up right now. Um, what did the disciples? What did the apostles have um, during uh, during Pentecost? What did the disciples have during Pentecost? Yeah, they, they ate. They ate a lot of spicy food because you know, obviously, because it's uh, there's a lot of tongues on fire. <laughs> no, no, anyone, nobody. All right. Oh my gosh, right, these got, are yeah. winners. Tongues these on are fire. straight yeah. winners, man. You just went straight for the jugular there. That was <laughs> awesome. Those are so good, dude. I can't, I can't, I can't uh, match that. Those are fantastic. Oh man. Yo, you should write a book. Happy Pentecost, man. That's Pentecost. That's straight fire. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Those jokes are Pentecost jokes. Straight up fire. Straight um, up fire. Okay, hey, okay. Um, I'm going to bring it down a level. Are you ready to, <laughs> to go, for it, to man. go yes, into the yes. gutters after this? We reached the heights <laughs> of the Holy Spirit with Pentecost. All right, Ray. Um, I was watching Star Wars, so mm, this is a Star yeah. Wars inspired joke. Um what did Qui-Gon Jinn say to his Padawan after he did him a favor? What? You what? owe me one, Kenobi. Oh! <laughs> Bravo. Uh, we gotta catch up. Two episodes in, alright? Yeah, yeah. That's, catch up. I mean, that was, there's no Qui-Gon in the, in, the new, in the new episodes, but... Um, oh, okay. There you go. So, anyways, that was awesome, Ray. I was just, like so impressed. There it is. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for blessing me. Fresh. Happy Pentecost. Happy Pentecost. Happy Peace. Star Wars. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>